Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part three of this episode. What is clear? I loved it. There was no line clear. Would, would Are you, you familiar with clear? I'm not, no. Oh, no worries, no worries. So clear is kind of like uh, TSA, okay? okay. So uh, with pre-check. So with pre-check, um, as long as you go through the screening process, you apply, um, it's, I got in when it was only a hundred bucks. Um, so for me, it, uh, I, I think it's gonna go up a little bit more, but um, since I got in early, I don't get that charge right now. Um, but what Clear does is, yeah, you, you get that pre-screening, they check in your ID, all that in advance. So your ID, your fingerprint, your eyes, your photo, and all you have to do is when you go through Clear, you skip the entire line of everybody trying to go through pre-check. And the beauty of it is that I got all kinds of mean, mean looks on it and stuff, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I did what I did. You know, it, it is what it is. But, uh, instead of waiting in 45 minutes, an hour to get through just the screening part, I got bumped right into the front of the line right away since I already did that in advance. Gotcha. And it's a year charge. Yeah. For, I, I mean, if you think about it, if you travel that much, like uh, what I do, but even for, let's say if you travel four times out of the year and you're going to major cities, you're going to skip that line every time. You're not going to have to worry about um, being behind massive lines of people or any of those people that uh, like have issues with their credentials, something like that. You just go right to that front of the line. Now, this is where another uh, hiccup happened for me today, though. Even after the fact, when I skipped the line, got into the actual screening process, there was uh, four elderly ladies that uh, were in wheelchairs. So there's a little extra that goes into that. They have to take all their luggage, all their bags and stuff that they're trying to go through and screen. Um, then they have to manage uh, uh, going through the actual scanner itself. One lady in there had, um, she had metal plates in her arms. Mm. So they had to hold up and they had to bring over a female TSA agent to do the proper screening for her. Um, and I'm like, looking at my clock, cool. It's 825 <laughs> right now. My flight leaves in five minutes. This is great. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, I, that is one of the guys that I, I learned from, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll name drop him and I'll give you the info about Brian Brian B, because, uh, yeah, I learned a lot from him when it came to uh, planning and coordinating the right infrastructure when it comes yep. to traveling and working at the same time. So long story short, I finally got through. I was worried I missed my flight. I got lucky that my flight got delayed. It got delayed 20 minutes, so I was able to get onto the flight and still make it out here. Um, so, yeah. That's that. That's the movie part of it itself. Um, so yeah, I'm officially here in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and you know I, I'm I doing this traveling back and forth. It's not for everybody. Okay, you, I, I'm gonna pl put it out there right now. If you love to travel, great. 
but there takes a lot of strategy behind it. And this is what I learned from Brian. Um, you and you guys were hitting on it exactly. Like when you travel from one destination to another, you're missing out on days possibly. If you're, especially if you're doing a wedding on a Saturday out of the area, you got to fly out the night before. For me, I have to at least the night before or the day before that. Okay, because last thing I want to do is what I ran into today: be delayed. I know there are DJs out there that do that, that show up the day of, but there is so much that can go wrong, okay? Yeah. You ride on that, 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 that gamble. Some people love to gamble on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a gambler. Yeah. But at the same time, I get it. People don't want to lose out of money. Like They want to do the gig the night before in their own hometown, then fly out of town to go do that gig, and then come back and do the next gig the day after. That is a lot to ride on. Yeah. So what do you Especially do? right now. What do you try to do? Yeah, especially right now. Um, this is where you network. I mean, make the best of it, whether if it's one, show up a day before, not plan anything, or if you want to plan an event to make maximize your time and money, you know, do a gig, do multiple gigs in that area. You never know. Reach out to, to local friends, you know, local DJs, local planners, uh, any coordinators, any venues. Hit them up. You never know. Yeah, but then you can maximize your time and then earn money the whole time you're gone. That I know that's the concern with with other DJs. For me, it's not. It's a matter of the level where you're at on your income, what you're charging for the event. Okay, you can only charge so much for the for the travel portion. You can only charge so much for the production part of it. So the only thing that's really going to differentiate, and this is what I learned from Brian B, um, is the talent portion. How much are you worth and what are you bringing to the table that's really going to make a difference at their event that they booked you for? Are you mm -hmm. worth what they're asking or yeah. what you're asking? You know, are you worth, is it going to fit their budget? Now you really find out where you're going to be. So, yeah. Whew, man. How much, how much, um, I mean, I don't need exact dollar amounts, but I'm just curious, like how, from that talent well yeah i guess from that talent fee standpoint how much variance is there in pricing difference between when you do an event in washington versus when you do an event on the east coast right so this is what comes into play then i love this question because i get it asked all the time um but what really makes that is you take the numbers that you possibly could be making that whole weekend okay and then you got to adjust for what you're willing to make you know so it really doesn't matter on just that one weekend it's the overall what you're doing for the whole year right mm -hmm. so you have what you want to make the whole year so let's say it's two hundred thousand that as a dj you want to make as a solo off that just for you alone then how many events do you want to do throughout that year? Okay. Yep. And if it can correlate then within that one weekend where you just, that's all you worry about is just that one event. Great. You don't have to stress, you know, about like, well, shit, I need to do this Thursday. I have to do that Friday, then fly out Friday night, get there in the red eye, you know, and pop in a bunch of Red Bulls, you know, or Monsters, <laughs> five-hour energy drinks and stuff. By the way, bigger in energy does, does not come from any of those at all. <laughs> bigger in energy is just natural stuff. That's the, the that's what you get is just the hype. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's planning that out 
far in advance. Okay, I'm not saying like you can try to do it, try to squeeze it in this year doing this, um, maybe the next couple years because we're already booking into 2023. Uh, things kind of fall in place. It, it, that could be the gravy part of it. You know, it could be one of those where like you plan to have a weekend off and then all, all of a sudden this, the one chance that it happens where you get asked to DJ out of your area. Okay, so what's it going to cost? And on top of that, how much do you want to make? And the worst thing that can happen when you throw out that number at them after you justified, you got to justify the cost, obviously, to those people, because that's happened to me. Like, like short notice, people have asked me. It just happened the other day. Uh, somebody wants me to wanted me to go down to Arizona, which is out in the middle of nowhere. Um, the, I can't even remember the name of the city, though. I, I feel bad, but uh, yeah, they. Uh, I just threw out the number because what it would cost to rent the equipment to have it sent there. Then for me to stay there for the time that I would have to help. And then since it was such short notice, I would have to cram everything that they're asking me to do for their wedding in between everybody else's that's already booked a year and a half, two years in advance. Okay. So that's more work. Yeah. You kind of kind of okay. have to put other things on hold because now they become more of a priority because they're um, short-term business. Yep. Right. Right. So I'll, to everybody out there that thinks that a, a DJ's wedding DJ, especially at the level that we're at, think that we just show up the day of and that's it. No, no. There's so much planning and processing that they do um, beforehand. That's why things happen so seamless. That's why things happen so perfectly. Um, and then the end result, people say, man, I, you know, that was amazing. It was more than I expected. That's because it all went into that proper process. Yeah. And again, shout out to Brian B on that because he definitely showed me quite a bit and I love it. Well, I, I, I love the fact because this is part of what I was talking about earlier before you jumped on. I love the fact that you said, I'm thinking about the money I could be making and factoring that into um, what I'm charging you know this client now you you mentioned about justifying things what are what are some uh, pointers maybe you can give to people on how that process looks so big lesson learned is that the majority of your fee um and everybody has a different model i get it you know whether you're starting you've been in the business for a long time um but what i've changed my model is that the talent, the one thing that differentiates the DJ versus everybody else is the personality, the actual talent, okay? There is only one David. There's only one Nick. There's only one Frank. There's only one me. And if people don't understand, like, well, what, what makes you more than the other guy that's charging, you know, three digits on their, their DJ services? Everybody has to start somewhere, okay? And then when you educate them and show them the different creative value that you bring to their event, some people will get it. It's okay to have resistance. You don't have to book everybody, no, okay? And that's the beauty of this business, okay? Don't get the FOMO, don't worry about like, you know, other guys says, oh my gosh, I'm booked so much this year. I have so much business, oh, I have, you know, eight weddings this weekend and stuff. It's like, great, I, I, good for you, you know, but not everybody's charging the same. That's why you see the difference on the rates. You know, the guys that are just 
starting or the guys that you know are doing it for a while that are being at three digits but then you have the other guys that are at five digits and working less you know that resistance is good it's it's having that resistance having people say no to you is a good thing okay it's humbling at the same time you know you know that for one there's ways to improve but don't take it personal don't because there's so many people out there that are tire kickers we know that there's people that i don't give a shit what you offer i just want to know how much you charge that's Mm -hmm. it (laughs) you know so don't get like there's more and more of those lately too oh yeah yeah without a doubt especially like wedding wire um going through wedding wire and stuff if if you get a real person Sorry, <laughs> I'm not calling out wedding wire or anything. I'm they're they're all they could be legit. They are, <laughs> but uh, it's it's a matter of like where do you put yourself? Who are you capturing? Who is your target? You know what type of client are you going for? You know what does your website say? Who you are? What what are, what are you telling people? What is your branding showing people? That's it's the thing. It's like you got to do a lot of self-reflect, okay? When people go to your website, is that the target person you're wanting? You know, are you trying to just throw a blanket to everybody saying, "Oh yeah, I've got sparklers, I've got photo booths, I've got you know movie screen and stuff." Movies on the stars. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, who is your target though? Are you are you going for your local area? Are you going for destination? You know, um, what is your your website really call out to is your website even working good you know what, what's your seo what, what's your turnaround you know you look at look at people who are actually clicking your website and you'll get those full demographic information you just gotta pay for it that's all um if your if your website sucks find somebody who can freaking launch it you know there's tons of amazing people out there that will rock your website shout out hey louise love you kaylee Look, look at you go with all the drops. I know. Man. That has a lot of drops. It really is. I mean, put it to you this way. Five years ago, um, where I was at, I seriously thought I was doing great. You know, um, I didn't know it could get better. I really didn't. You know, it was a lot of people that uh, got put in front of me saying your business could be doing so much more uh, than where you're at. And, I, and I'm glad I asked how. How can that, how can it be better? Um, for number one was offering a better product. Okay. Stepping up who Big Earn was. Okay. Big Earn showed up, busted his ass at events, you know, putting out, you know, 18 hour days <laughs> going in super early the night before, you know, setting up early. But then when I broke it down on the hours and then uh, breaking it, bringing it down, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm making just as much as the, the manager at McDonald's right now. What the hell? And for all those all those hours I was putting in, and um, then it showed what I could be at. Where first I wanted to know where I wanted to be at. That was the biggest thing. Like where do where does bigger want to be? And then the breakdown after that. Okay, so how many events do I got to do in a year? At what price? Let's say just weddings alone. What do I got to do? What do I got to do? You know what's it going to take? And if I was hitting those numbers, what can I do to actually hit those numbers? I've got to make sure I'm putting out the right, uh, the right capture on the website. So when it came to who I was reaching out to, I, I didn't want to, to go and say, you know, um, 
best deal, you know, hey, you, you, if you book me in 2020, uh, book me for 2022, since we're in 2021, um, I'll give you a 30% discount. What am I saying? You know, yeah. Big thing that I learned was Walmart sales never hurt Gucci. If that makes sense. Walmart can sell the shit out of what they sell. They can sell trillions if they needed to. Gucci doesn't give two shits about what Walmart does because what Gucci puts out is only what Gucci puts out. They don't run sales ever, ever. There's never a Gucci sale, okay? And that's a big shout out right there to uh, to the Garzaros. Alex, Alex and Gabriel, those two. Dude, that's a, that's a that's a that's a really interesting point but I, but you know you had also mentioned uh, a little bit ago a little bit about um you know it, it's a learning opportunity when people say no to you you know but um that doesn't always mean just to kind of expand on that that doesn't always mean that it's um a learning opportunity where you're going to change anything that you're doing maybe you were doing it 100 percent correct and that person saying no just validates that when you go and check out their social media afterwards or when you see pictures of their wedding because they were referred to you by a venue that you're familiar with and you see the pictures yes. and you're like you know what like that wasn't my wedding at all so them saying no to me was perfect because i know what i'm saying is not appealing to them but it's appealed to the other 40 50 60 whatever number of weddings or events that you've had that year so it's not always a learning opportunity for you to necessarily make a change, but sometimes it's a learning opportunity just to say, you know what, like this is spot on. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be because this is whatever it is that I decided for, for me and my business. Right. And I'm not saying change your price just cause you can don't do it. I mean, the product has to just has to meet the prices, you know, so whatever you're charging, you do have to show that value to the client then. Cause they'll ask and they'll call you out. You know, if, if you're just posing just cause you hear this one DJ in your area is charging this much and you're like, well shit, I'm just going to raise my prices and you do that and you do the event and you don't bring the game. You don't bring the show that you promised you would. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt hard. So you got to make sure that what you're, what you're putting out, what you're charging for it matches. What are, uh, and Frank, I know I know you have a family engagement tonight, so if, if you've got to get out of here at any point in time, we totally get it and understand, buddy. I don't want you to feel my, captive to be here with us. My, my, my wife has already uh, yelled, texted at me. Yep, yep. <laughs> Text yelled at me. Yep. I'm sorry, <laughs> buddy. Uh, dude, you're fine. It is what it is. I didn't, um, I didn't know we were doing something again tonight. That's on me. It is what it is. I got the text, where are you at for doing this? And I was like, thought we did that already but anyway um yeah no i should probably bounce before i get yelled at again but earn man uh first of all um i always man i always love hanging out with you regardless i mean you know that right i'll see i'll see you in atlantic city and in nashville this year so um you know i'll see you in both of those spots but but just real quick just yeah, two times this year i know but just real quick just because i'm kind of and i don't mean to like stop the convo and, and pick it up somewhere else. But I'm just curious, like, what are you, what are you doing in Raleigh? <laughs> Raleigh, North Carolina, um, tonight or tomorrow, as a matter of fact, I don't know if, if it's okay. <laughs> I'm 
I'm gonna I'm gonna ask David if it's okay. I want to make of sure. Of course, it's okay. Go ahead. Are you sure? I love everybody in this industry, brother. Okay, because there was a big discussion, and they they all love you too. So we need to do a big powwow real soon. Okay, but uh, tomorrow is the three year anniversary for the DJ's Vault, and I got invited to come up to be a part of that live stream that's happening. Big giveaways big appearances my goodness i'm so excited like all the people that are showing up i can't mention some big names but i was blown away just when i got the news about 30 minutes ago so yeah yeah that's that's what i'm here for that's what i'm here for is the uh, three-year anniversary celebration for the dj's vault to the day so are you are you going to be spinning live on the tw on the Twitch tomorrow on the Twitch stream tomorrow? I got to know. Anything is possible. It's live. It's live. Anything is possible. I mean, it's a star-studded uh, event. I'm just honored just to like see it live. But uh, I mean, you got the Ragozas, you got uh, ADMC is going to be there. A couple other big people that'll be there too. So I don't know where I fit in. I just I'm, I'll be glad to sit in a corner like this with my water bottle like what the fuck. <laughs> No, no, that's cool. I just didn't, I didn't know. So I was like, you know, you could, you can tell all the guys that uh, Frank's only drop in bits if Earn is on the decks. Nice. I'll be, I'll be dropping bits there live. I'll, I'll be like, oh, I know you I'll will. There is no doubt in my mind that you're going to drop Thank a shit ton of bits. But <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to hop off. As always, great to see you, Earn, David, Nick. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Um, Yep, and we'll catch up with next everybody, week. or I'll catch up with everybody next week. Sounds Appreciate good. It, Frank. Thanks, yep. man. Bye. All right, brother. All right, so I think uh, actually, uh, actually, no, in two weeks we're doing the show, not next week, in two weeks. Um, I think just to kind of put a bow on tonight, I think, Ern, I would really be curious to know maybe the two or three things that just immediately come to your head that you say, I wish I would have known when I started that I know now about traveling and doing events. Right. Um, initially it was, um, uh, budgeting. Okay. I always thought I had to be frugal. You know, I had to like wash my pennies and get the cheapest room, uh, um, taxi cab, lift, whatever from place to place. Um, uh, it just to like save whatever I was making of the event, you know, because all that would come out of pocket. So I would tell them, well, this is what the price would be if you had me there. And then all those pennies that I was saving, that I was stressing about, um, that really affected my, uh, my energy. <laughs> I flat out say it, you know, um, because if you think about it, if you're stressing about the money that you're making, you're like, you're trying to pinch pennies. You're trying to, you know, worry about what you're taking home to pay all the bills and stuff. Um, you're not going to put out a good product then for the client. Mm. You're not. You're, you're going to be disappointed. Um, you're like, shit, I should have charged more. You know, this I'm, I'm losing more money than I'm making. Um, you put If you go into, like, do what makes you happy getting there. Do what makes you happy while you're there, okay? If you're okay with going on the red eyes, Great. Do what you got to do. If that works for you, awesome. But for me, my my style, I like to go in early, soak in the area, kind of recharge as I'm going. You know, build up that that, that excitement. Why am I here? Look, I get to do this, 
So um, the day of the event, I'm hyped. I'm so hyped. I'm so energetic. I'm so excited just to be there. And then the day after, I have an option of either flying back that night or stay the extra day. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's me. That's my style. But some other people, make sure you do what makes you happy for their events. Don't do the event just because you can. Do the event because you're going to give them the the experience what they're asking for, if not more with what they asked for. Uh, I mean, what other what other job, you know, are you able to make people's one and only days the best it could possibly be, you know, and to only give them a mediocre thing because you're you're pissed off that you didn't make what you thought you were going to make, you know, really put it down, uh, break it down, like what you want to take home. And then after that, figure out what's going to make you happy while you're there taking care of them. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Good stuff, man. Well, we appreciate you being able to make it uh, yeah. on here with us. I know, uh, I know some challenges in traveling. Uh, it's, it, I mean, it's not great that it happened, but it's appropriate, I guess, that it happened since this is what we were talking about tonight. Um, but yeah. ultimately, I'm just, I'm glad you were able to make it on with us and 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 you know dive into the conversation a little bit. And we'll have to do it again. Maybe we'll do it again when you don't have to travel to to be where you got to go before you can be on the show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. That right. uh, I guess. Thank you, thank you, everybody, for being so gracious on that. I appreciate it. You know, everybody that's on the stream, absolutely stick around for what David and Nick and Frank put out here at Wedding Business Growth. All great stuff. My goodness, even like the the people that they have on this show, the Hollas last week. Oh, that that's was great. so so yeah. awesome. Love the Hollas. Yep, yep. Hey, man, we're we're. We're all about helping people in this industry. We're all about, uh, you know, offering um, a sense of community and a sense of education, you know, and that and that really, you know, we talk about that all the time. I mean, I think if you go back to the very first episode of the podcast, that's what we were talking about. We want to we want to be able to create a community and we want to be able to provide an opportunity for education to that community because um for me personally there's nothing more exciting than seeing people be successful at something they love doing um it's no fun if you're not being successful at it so let's work on being successful at it so it can also be fun that's it yep well cool man well thanks a lot we're gonna we're gonna sign off the live side of this thing but hang around for a second earn if you will and uh and we'll catch up for a minute but thank you all for watching tonight nick any uh closing words no, uh, I'm glad you made it safer and appreciate you being on. And yeah, thanks everyone for being on. Awesome. We'll be back in two weeks. We will not be here next week, but we will back in two weeks. All right. So we'll see you then. Until then, um, just keep doing awesome shit. All That's right. It. We love y'all. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget, you can watch all of our live episodes on the Wedding Business Growth YouTube channel. And you can also connect with us on all social medias at Wedding Business Growth. Don't forget to stop by our website, WeddingBusinessGrowth.com.